Welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares about taking down the giants in your promise. Listen and be blessed. For death could not hold you, the whale tore before you. You silenced the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again. For you have no rival, oh you have no equal, and now and forever God you reign. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the Yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. And nothing compares to this. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. A powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. Wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty name. Have a name that is above every other name. The Bible says that your name, every knee shall bow down and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord God. We thank you, God, today. That name that has been given to us. Saving name. Angel said to Mary, You will call his name Jesus, for he shall save. Save his people. I thank you today, God, you are saving us. Saving us from all the trials, the situations, the challenges, the mountains that we face. You save us from every attack of the enemy. You save us from every assault that comes against our lives. Thank you because your word says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Your word says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. The word says he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. If God be for us, who can be against us? I thank you today, God, that you live and move and have your being in us. Thank you for your precious hand upon our lives. Thank you that your word says that you are in us, you are with us, and you are upon us. Thank you, God, that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to know you and to walk with you. We praise your mighty name tonight, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallowed be thy name. Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you that you dwell among the praises of your people. Thank you that, Lord, when we worship you, our praise, our adoration is a sweet aroma unto your presence. We thank you tonight, O oh God, that, God, you are here in the midst of us to reach out and touch us, to bring a change, to bring victory, to bring freedom, to cast away every fear, every fear of the future, every fear of our lives. We thank you that, Lord, these are days that, Lord, you break the power of fear over our lives. There is no fear for those who walk with you. 
We thank you, Father God. You are the one who have engraved us in the palms of your hands. Not a hair in our head will fall down without your knowledge, your word says. Even if you drink anything de uh, deadly, the word says, or poisonous, that, Lord, you are the one who preserves and protects us. Thank you that he who touches us touches the apple of our eye. Thank you that you are a wall of fire round about us. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, I sought the Lord. And he heard me out of his holy hill. We thank you tonight that we can seek you because we know you will hear us. We thank you because you will respond to us. We thank you that you will manifest yourself, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When we love you, the Bible says in John 14, hallelujah, or in verse 21, if you love me, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. I and the Father will love you and I will manifest myself in you. Father, we thank you that, Lord, we live in the days of walking in the love of God, experiencing the love of God, experiencing the goodness of God, experiencing the hand of God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sometimes there are things around us for which we don't have an answer. Sometimes there are things that happen around us which are, uh, you know, which is a question for which there is no answer. But the Lord, you know, these are days that we keep our eyes on the Lord. Not everything we have happens around us uh, is something that we can understand, find or try to put it in a place where we can analyze and know why things are happening. We live in days of many challenges, but thank God for in the midst of all the challenges, God is teaching us to walk with him. Many times I think in days like this, how it would have been to the early church in Jerusalem when they were, uh, uh, you know, they were persecuted, how the church was persecuted. The Christians were broken down. They were burnt. They were, they were, they were burning in Nero's garden. You know, many of them were put into the, uh, into, into uh, arenas where lions were devouring them. Many of them were broken down, destroyed, persecuted. You know, all kinds of things was going on. And in the midst of that, where was the church? The church walked in power. They kept their eyes on the Lord. They kept their eyes. They could not understand everything. You know, sometimes their prayer was even not answered. They prayed for victory and it did not come. They prayed for deliverance. It did not come. They prayed for... Uh, 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 you know, uh, the, the power of, of uh, Rome to be broken, but it did not come. There were so many things that happened. But in the midst of all of that, those who walk after the Spirit of God, those who knew in their heart that they belong to another kingdom, they belong to another life, they belong to another king, they belonged uh, to eternity, they belong to an eternal kingdom, they walked in faith, they held on in faith, they, they began to live in faith, they, they began to speak faith, they, even if their promises did not come to pass, they did not still give up, they did not get tired and worn out. You know, sometimes today, when things that God has promised are not happening, we get tired. Sometimes we get fed up. Sometimes, you know, we give up. You know, sometimes it's in the last moment we give up. It's the same with the children of Israel when they came to the river Jordan. You know, when God promised them the, the promised land, he never spoke to them about the giants in the land. I want you to know there will be giants in your promise. There will be giants that will, will be dancing in your promise. That will be ruling and reigning in your promise. But God is looking for people who will step in and break that power that sits over the promise because the promise from God is greater than the giant in the promise. Are you with me tonight? My dear brother and sister, are you with me? What God has promised you is greater than the giants that are sitting in your promise. Is there a sickness sitting in your promise? Is there a demonic activity you see in the promise? Is there something you see which is contrary to your promise? Tonight, don't give up. The biggest challenge of the children of Israel was they gave up. They brought a bad report and a whole generation could not step into the promise because the report was greater than the promise. But God said, Caleb had a different spirit. He said, give me that land of the Annex and I will bring them down, he said. Give me the place of the giants. I'll bring them down. When David stood before Goliath and Goliath threatened him, 
cursed him. David stood before him and said, Today the Lord will give you into my hands. I will cut you to pieces for the birds of the air. Today, he said, you can be a giant. You can threaten the whole nation, but you cannot threaten God or his promise. You cannot threaten the great I am who stands in the midst of us, who walks on the inside of me. I cannot. I cannot. Would you tell the Lord tonight, Give me a heart that walks with you. Give me a heart that follows after you. Give me an undivided heart, God. Undivided heart. You can never be a failure. When God has already made a success out of you. You can never be a failure. When he's already a God of success. Hallelujah Jesus. For in thy presence. There's healing. Divine. No other power can stand, Lord, but thine. Can you sing it one more time? For in thy presence there's healing divine. Can you put your trust and sing this song from your heart? No, no other power can stand Lord but thine Holy Spirit thou art welcome in this place Holy Spirit thou art welcome in Come on, ask him to fill you tonight. And thirsting within, revive us, oh Father. Restore us again, Holy Spirit, thou art Maybe there are burdens you carry. Maybe there are things in your past that bother you. Maybe there has been a lifestyle in your past that seems to haunt you. They are saying to God, when can I be free of it? 
The Lord says today, 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 our God is a God of a now miracle. God is a God of a now miracle. Maybe there's a situation within your home, within your family that has been for years. You're saying to God, when? God says now. It is time to take authority over the strong man. The same time to take authority over the giants that sit in your promise. It is time to carry a different spirit. A different spirit. Carry a different spirit. Caleb had to go back to the wilderness just because of the people who were with him. But you know, for over 40 years, he kept on. He did not take his eyes of the promise. He did not take the eyes of the land that God had promised him. He did not take his anger to destroy the sons of Anak out of his eyes. He said to himself, a day will come. God will bring me. He will bring me back to the river Jordan. He will bring me back. He will give me the strength. He will give me the ability. He'll give me the grace. The grace to stand. I may be young now. I may become much older. You know, things may change. But I know one thing. I will be there. I will be there. I will stand. And I will fight. I will fight the enemy. I will destroy, destroy the giants. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Here, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. These are days that God wants you to possess your possession. God wants you to step out of the very things that break you over and over again. God wants to deliver you out of every oppression of the enemy. God wants to release you from the challenges that you have been walking because we serve a mighty God because we serve an almighty God an almighty God hallelujah 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 let me read to you a couple of scriptures quickly the Bible says in Numbers chapter 13, the people came with a report. In verse 28, the Bible says, Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. Their cities are fortified and are very large. Moreover, 
we saw the descendants of Anak there. You know, sometimes it's very important to understand that it is irrelevant to talk about the challenges that sit in our promise. They bring unbelief. They turn our hearts around. They break the faith that is deep in our soul. They break our trust in God. When we begin to look at what sits inside of the promise and, uh, you know, we begin to talk about, oh, the challenges. Have you heard this? Oh, you don't know the challenges that I go through. You don't know the mountains that I'm facing. You don't know how big the challenge is. It's impossible, Pastor. It's so impossible. This man will never change. This person will never change. The situation is never going to change. You know, sometimes we give glory to the powers that sit in our promise than give glory to the God who gives us the promise. To the God who gives us the promise. It's very important to understand and know what I'm speaking today. What are the words that come out of our mouth? Sometimes, you know, we are so negative. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the same with unbelief. Unbelief comes by hearing. When you begin to hear unbelief, when you begin to hear negative reports, when you begin to hear impossibilities, when you begin to talk about problems and challenges all the time. Your problems and challenges are the giants that want to drive you away from possessing them, from destroying them. The very voice that speaks to you and the power you give it is the very voice that God wants to break. And sometimes we are ignorant of it. Look at this. While this word was being said, the Bible says in Numbers 13 and verse 30, then Caleb quieted the people before, God, before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Now where did this man have the voice or the heart to speak this word? Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once. He said, it's not about how much you are equipped. It's not about how much you are ready to do the job. It's not even about how it is going to happen. It is about stepping into the promise. Stepping into the promise. It's very important what steps of faith we take in our lives. Looking at all the negative things and the words that were spoken, God says to Moses in Numbers 14 and in verse 24, but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. God said to him, this servant of mine, because he follows me fully, because he follows me fully, I want to tell you something. Sometimes we must be ready, ready to step into the promise that God has given us. We must be ready. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's so powerful. The Bible says, uh, in, if you turn with me to Joshua chapter 2, uh, chapter 3, this is the children of Israel coming back for the second time. 
and they are ready to step in to the promised land. And uh, God begins to speak uh, to Joshua. And in verse 5 he says, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Sanctify yourselves, tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Then Joshua spoke to the priest saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel that they may know as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. One of the first steps to walking into possession, into possession of God's promises is to sanctify ourselves. Let me tell you, my friend, without God, without the cleansing power of Jesus at work inside of us, without a life of separation to God, how can we fight the enemy? How can we destroy the enemy when the enemy has a part in us? Sometimes we have one foot with the world and one foot with God. We're so spiritual in the way we talk, but there are things that are not of God in our lives. And what do those things do? They weaken our life. You remember in the book of John, Jesus said, speaking about Satan, he said, you who weakens the nations. You who weakens the nations. What does Satan do? He weakens our life. What does it mean? He weakens the strength that we have. The strength to fight the enemy. The strength to stand in faith. The strength to believe in the promise. The strength to declare the word of the Lord. The strength to believe on what God has already promised us. The strength to begin to spiritually see what he shows you. And believe it. Believe it. Believe that what he has said, he is able to do. And what does the enemy do? He brings things into our lives to weaken our lives. Joshua says to the people, sanctify yourself because tomorrow you're going to see wonders. I want to tell you, my friend, it's a word to you and me tonight. Sanctify yourselves so that you can see wonders in your life. Let me say it one more time. Sanctify, Joshua chapter 3 and verse 5. Sanctify yourselves so that you can see wonders in your life. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, in verse 11, behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. The Lord said to the children of Israel, set your eyes on the movement of God's promise, God's covenant to you. You, you and I, the very important thing in our lives before we step into anything. We need to see what is moving before us. What is moving? How the covenant is moving? How the promise is moving? How what God has spoken to us is moving? If you cannot see your promise, God moving before you, if you cannot experience the glory of God moving before you, if you are not walking with God. John 12, 26, Jesus said, where I am, 
my servant will be. Where I am. We need to know where God is. Many times, we want to do our own things and we want God to be with us. Well, that's a time in your life when you're immature in your walk with God. You, you say to God, Lord, be with me, be with me, be with me, be with me, be with me. Then you come to a season in your life where you understand the presence of God. You understand who God is. That is a time that Jesus came in search of Peter. There was a time Peter went in search of Jesus. There is a time when God comes in search of us. There is a time we learn to walk with the one who came in search of us. The Bible says, look at this. The Bible says, and in verse 15, and as those who bore the ark came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest. Come on. Something amazing I like about God. You know what is the timing God chose to stop uh, the Jordan and to let his people through? You know when he chose it? When the Jordan was overflowing. God did not choose a time when Jordan's waters were very low. He chose a time when God, Jordan's waters are overflowing. That is why the Bible says God does wonders. Are you with me? God does wonders when things are overflowing in your life. Things are overwhelming in your life. Things are way beyond what you can handle or manage in your life. At that point in time, God is ready to stop it. God is ready to stop it. God is ready to do a miracle. And look at the Bible. It says, when the feet of those who bore the Ark of the Covenant, you know, just stepped in. They just touched the water. The Bible says in verse 16, that the waters which came down from upstream stood still and those and rose in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zaritan. So the waters that went down into the sea of the Arab Arabah, the salt sea, failed and were cut off and the people crossed over opposite Jericho. And the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan and all Israel crossed over on dry ground until the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. Amen. You see? You see? Waters overflowing the river Jordan. Then the promise becomes bigger than the giants than the, the kingdoms that are sitting in, in your promise. You have come to a point in your life where you have begun to understand my God's word to me is greater than my promise. You come to a point in your life where God becomes so great that it is no longer about what sits in your promise. You are not even bothered about what giants are in your promise. You're only bothered about one thing. What is the Lord telling me? Come on, my friend. There is a point in your life and my life where we come to a place where it is no longer about what is around us. It is no longer about the giants in the world. It's no longer about what sits in, what, in God's calling upon your life. It's no longer about how impossible it is to see what he has promised you come to pass. It is to come to that point where you're all that you're looking for is to follow the presence of God. All that you want to do is to follow where the Lord is. All that you want to do 
is to trust and believe and hold on to God in your life. Hold on to God. Are you there, my friend, today? Are you walking through challenges and, and saying, I don't know, God, I don't know how I'm going to see the victory. I don't know how I'm going to come out of the situation. I don't know. Maybe you, you are in a place where you don't know, but I want to tell you tonight, God is ready to do a miracle for you. Let me tell you, you must understand how the demonic works, how the powers in your promise, how they react when you obey to God. Listen to this. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 5, it's amazing. Just listen to this. So it was when all the kings of the Amorites who were on the west side of Jordan and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we had crossed over that their heart melted and there was no spirit in them any longer because of the children of Israel. Are you with me? Your obedience to God will make the heart of your enemy fail. Let me tell you one more time. Your obedience to God will make your enemy's heart to fail. There will be no spirit in him to fight you anymore. Come on, are you with me? When do you win your victory? You win your victory when you have sanctified yourself, you have understood the presence of God, and you have learned to walk after him. That's when you win your victory. Not when you stand before your giant. Not when you stand before your giant. You win your victory. You already destroy your enemy when you have learned to sanctify yourself when you have learned to identify the presence of God, and when you have learned to walk in that glorious presence. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Jesus said in John 5, he said, I do what I see the Father do. I speak what I hear the Father speak. What was the ministry of Jesus? Why was the ministry of Jesus so powerful? Was because he was doing what he was seeing. He was speaking what he was hearing. He made things very clear at the right time. He was not looking for glory, was not looking for honor of men honor glory from men. He was not looking for recognition from men. He was not looking for people to approve him. He was not looking for a worldly applause. He was looking to serve the Father. Are you with me? Your life and my life is not about what people think about you or me. You know, sometimes we, 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 many of our decisions are based on what will people think of me? Who cares? what they think of you. You don't earn anything by what people think about you. Anyway, you will always have people, some will think good of you, some will not think good of you. There will always be that kind of people around you. But what is important in Christian life is what does the Lord think of me? How does the Lord see me? How does the Lord approve of me? Am I approved? Has God approved of what I do? Am I walking in the perfect will of God? Is this the will of God that I'm walking in? Is it what I'm doing the will of God? The world has many, many things to draw us away even in the ministry to draw us away from the things of God. 
But I tell you something. When you have sanctified your life, you come before God and say, God, sanctify me, sanctify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, cleanse me, cleanse my thoughts, create in me a clean heart, give me a proper spirit, Lord, give me the right spirit, a right attitude. Give me a right attitude to walk in life. God is more interested to see why we say what we say more than what we say. Why we do what we do more than what we do. What is the hidden agenda behind our conversation? God wants to see that. What are the hidden motives behind what we do? Sanctify. Then, the covenant. You put your eyes on the covenant. You put your eyes on what God has spoken to you. Keep your eyes on what God has spoken to you. Keep your eyes on the voice of God. John 10, 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They are known by me, he said. Keep our ears plugged on to the voice of God. What are you saying, God? What are you saying? 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 Where are you in this? Where are you in my family? Where are you in my marriage? Where are you with my children? Where are you in the work I do? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? When you and I begin to follow after him, then the steps we take will break the spirit of your enemy. It can be sickness. It can be challenges. It can be a spirit of oppression. It can be problems that you're facing. It can be mountains that stand before you. Israel won its victory because it obeyed the voice of God. Israel won victories because they obeyed God. Israel won victories because their God fought their battle. Israel won victories because the Lord already gave their enemy into their hands. If you read through the Bible, you'll always understand God saying to the kings, I have given your enemy into your hands. It was a word that was already given. Already given. Already given. You see, in Deuteronomy chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Look at what the Lord promises. He says, when the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you. And the Lord your God, and when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them nor show mercy to them. Are you with me? God says to them, seven nations stronger and greater than you. God says, I will give them into your hands. Are you with me? Can you see that? Your enemy can look stronger and greater than you. Your sickness can look stronger and greater than you. The problems you're facing today can look stronger and greater than you. You know, the, uh, the, 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 the place you are in right now, you may be feeling, I'm so small, I'm so lonely, but Lord, what is around me is so big. How? What is my life all about? Let me tell you something. God 
will break the power of the enemy. You know, Jericho came down just because of one shout. Jericho did not come because they knew how to break the walls down. Jericho came down because of one shout. One shout. One shout. And that shout came because the Lord said shout. Are you with me? One shout. One word you speak. Your enemy will come crumbling down. Tonight, would you close your eyes for one moment? Would you tell the Lord, I'm ready to possess my possession. I'm ready to take my giants down. I'm ready to destroy the power of the enemy that stands against me. Lord, I'm ready to possess my promise. Ready to possess my promise. And to that God, number one, I'm willing to sanctify myself. Number two, I'm willing to learn to follow what you speak to me. I'm going to learn to hear your voice. I'm going to learn to understand your presence. They understand the anointing. I'm going to learn to, to, to understand the tangible presence of God. Do you know, my friend, every man and woman of God who ministers, every time we come to the pulpit, one of the, one of the, the, the only thing that we are looking for is where are you, God? Where are you, God? What are you speaking? What are you saying? It's all about that. People don't come to preach because they know what to preach or how to preach. Maybe some do. But those who walk in the power of God, those who walk in miracles, those in whose meeting miracles, signs, wonders happen, what do they do when they come? They're so sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That's the secret. Sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Wait for His time. Wait to hear what He says. Flow with what He says. Do what He says. God said to Moses, strike the rock. Water came gushing out. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron to put his, your staff on the river. It turned into blood. Speak the word. Frogs, lies, all kinds of things came upon the land. You know why? Because Moses said what God said. If you say what God says, you will see miracles. You close your eyes for one moment tonight. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, stand before your throne. Thank you, Lord. For us under the new covenant, you've given us your spirit to dwell inside of us so that we can hear you, so that we can be led by you, so that we can walk with you, so that, Lord, we can trust you, depend on you, hold on to you. Tonight, I pray for all my brothers and sisters. I pray that you would give us grace to take our eyes off the giants and the kings and the thrones and the powers of the enemy that stand in our promise. Keep our eyes on you, the author and finisher of our faith. Forgive us if we have glorified the enemy than glorifying you. Forgive us, Lord, if we have talked more about our problems than about the one who solves the problems. Forgive us if we have been very humanistic in our way of thinking than being led by your Spirit. Tonight, mighty power of your Holy Spirit, come upon every one of us. Come upon every one of us. Come upon every one of us. What God has promised you, my friend, no man can take it away. No man, no man can take away what God has promised you. It is in His hands. He's the one who made the promise. He's the one who spoke to you. Don't let your heart fail. Don't make decisions because it's not working out. That's a very humanistic way of doing it. It's not working out. I can't take it anymore. This is too much. Come on. If you climb your mountains 
And if you keep climbing, one day you'll come to the top. But if you stop climbing the mountain, the mountain will still be a mountain to you. God gives you the ability to climb mountains. God gives you grace to see beyond your mountain. We do not look at things that are seen, but at things that are unseen. What you see is temporary. What you don't see, what is unseen is eternal. Father, I pray those who have a situation today will receive a miracle in the name of Jesus. Spirit of fear, we command it to leave God's people and go in Jesus' name. Go out. Power of fear, go out in the name of Jesus. Those who need healing in their body, Jesus, tonight, you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon you. And by your stripes we are healed. We receive healing from you in the name of Jesus. Right now, receive your healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Tell the Lord, Lord, I receive it. Receive my breakthrough. I receive my healing. I receive my victory. I receive my victory. Father, I pray each one of us would step into the promise. Each one of us will be a Caleb with a different spirit. Each one of us will sanctify ourselves, prepare ourselves, follow after God, and walk in and possess our possession. For all that you will continue to do, we vow to give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my dear brother and sister. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us with Deeper Life. And uh, God is for you. God is for you. Glorious days are ahead of us. This is going to be one of our best years. It's going to be a wonderful year. A wonderful year. It's going to be a glorious year. And the, 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 the closer we come to the Lord, the greater the anointing, the greater the power. The greater the presence of God. Glorious year. It's going to be a glorious year. Just rejoice. Challenges will be there. Dark things will be there. But for us as God's children, glorious year. So just hold on to the promise of God. Keep smiling and uh, be joyful. The Lord is with you. God bless you. Looking forward to seeing you again next week. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.